Hello and welcome back to the Blockbuster Hall of Fame. We are in our era of animated movies for the next four weeks um, before spooky season, but I sort of kicked off spooky season a little bit early by mixing spookiness with animation. Coraline, a movie that came out in 2009. So, guys, what do we think about it? Jordan, I want to hear your thoughts on this movie. The animation on this movie. Um, the fact that you guys brought up that it was a short book sort of makes sense to me because I feel like the story-wise, it, they stretched it out a bit. The story was probably the weak part of this movie. But yeah, the animation on this was great. Okay. 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 Uh, th- that is a take. We, I, quick thoughts. Sorry, no retorts. Uh, Seth, what do we think? <laughs> well, the animation was good. Oh, and Seth, ah. uh, he just, Seth's feed just got, I think his internet went out. I think, no, uh, <laughs> Seth, uh, I'm trying to text you to get back, log back on. I'm sorry if your internet went out. Um, <laughs> okay, Ray, what did you think? Uh, Jared, I think you and me are going to be on a team today versus Yorton and Seth. So hey. I, uh, I really like this movie. I have some questions. Um, I'll, I'll throw it in the negative section, but I don't think they're negative. It's more of like just a question. But um, I thought this movie was great. My five-year-old daughter watched it with me, and she was into it. So it works for her. It worked for me. It's a good little family movie, even though it's not at the same time. But we'll talk about that. Um, this is my second time watching it. So more the first time when I watched it, of course, I love the animation style. This time around, um, voice acting. I really love the voice acting. Keith David. Uh, I could just hear. I Keith David voicing anything is just always my favorite. And Princess and the Frog wasn't bad, but. Him playing the villain in that movie, just I go back and rewatch it just for him. And so even this movie, mm-hmm. him playing the cat, I'll end up going back to rewatch it just for in addition to the cool animation. So I do want to ask you guys two questions. I'm going to throw it on you. First question, number one, if you could remake any movie, beat for beat, that's this stop animation, oh, playmation, stereoscope style. What would it be? And I didn't tell you guys what I was going to ask first because I want just start off the dome. Are we trying to go for most ridiculous movie or like a movie you would actually see? No, a movie you would want to see. A movie you wouldn't do. So don't. Yeah. It doesn't have to be ridiculous. It doesn't have to so be like not in game. You want? Not so I have a question. Either. I have a question. I want a clarification question. When you say a movie beat for beat, do you mean? No extra scenes. Nothing could be added to it. It's just solely the exact same movie, but instead yeah. of live action, it's like stopgap animation. Just to be clear. Um, well, you can add or take away some scenes as long as it doesn't change the overall integrity of the original film. Okay. So okay. I wanted to put you guys on the spot for this one because just right off your head, what's what's one of those movies? You know what? Now, 
Oh, go ahead, Jordan. I've got an interesting idea with that one. I am going to go with the Devil Wears Prada. And because whenever <laughs> everyone gets frustrated at everyone, they have a little mental image of like just some crazy action, them getting furious and going on a rampage or something. Zoom in and then back to reality on it. There we go. That's a good one. <laughs> that is a really good one. That's a really good one. I like that. I like that, Seth. All right, so my first thought was the goofy answer, but if we're doing a serious answer of a movie, I actually wouldn't mind and would be pretty into seeing. It would be a Harry Potter movie, and I don't know exactly there's like a particular like one through seven that this would really work well with, but like probably mm. three. If I had to pick Prisoner of Azkaban the most, because yeah. I think it's the movie that was the weakest in the whole series, and, oh and from 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 book to movie. From book to movie adaptation. Okay, I'll accept yeah, that. Yeah. Sorry, let, let me let me clarify. I'm from, about to throw my microphone at you. No, 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 no. From as far as from like book to movie, it was the most disappointed I think I was. I I offended Jordan with that take. Uh, but I <laughs> uh, I just I think that that would be a really cool Harry Potter movie that would be stopgap. For the record, though, my goofy answer was Fast X. I would. I think that would be hilarious to see Fast and the Furious X in a stopgap animation style of Jason Momoa. I didn't yeah. even see the movie. I just saw the trailer, but I think it'd be hilarious. Just remake the trailer. There you go. There, yes, that would be fantastic. I would laugh. Hysterically. I think. I think the whole Harry Potter series could actually. This this style would fit well with that Harry Potter series. Just adapt the movies again, in a different style like that i mean that, that would be awesome um what about <laughs> my joke answer was was gonna be eyes wide shut <laughs> it's just to get a reaction out of you guys ray, ray, ray no, wants uh, to go on the hentai side that that's what's going on there there's a hentai never will um uh, rule 34 my guy i just thought it'd be funny um and y'all didn't laugh you just gave me big eyes and so i take it back <laughs> Um, I'm gonna go with the Harry Potter series. Actually, uh, I didn't know what to pick until Seth said that out loud. So, I'm. I have two. I have Lord of the Rings series. Hmm, that's a good one. They, they've done that though. No, not like this. I'm just messing I mean, with it because there is an yeah. animated. Uh, no, there is the tree. Yeah, the tree, is. I think, right? The tree and uh, the ints. Actually, no, I take that back. No, never mind. I just want The Hobbit. Okay. So good. Same voice actors? Yeah. The Hobbit. Um, This way. In, I like it in one story. Or in two movies. Instead of three. And a chapter of the book ends up being an entire movie. What the hell? Um, uh, <laughs> so dumb. God, I hate Warner Brothers. Um... So that, and I'm cheating on this one because it's more like a TV show. Actually, it is a TV show. Seinfeld. <laughs> I love how yeah. you're like, hold on. I love how you're like, it's cheating because it's kind of like a TV show. And you're like, well, no, it is a TV show. That's why I gave two. That's why I gave two. That's why I gave two. Well, I was like, Lord of the Rings, never mind. As I was talking about, it, I was like, never mind, just The Hobbit. Um, What's funny, you bring that up, though, about Seinfeld, because someone did, like, a a Twitch where they had AI completely simulate Mm -hmm. uh, just random stuff and had it in the way of Seinfeld. 
I, I, I love Seinfeld. It's so funny. So I just said and so for my second question, I mean, so far, like everyone's answers animation are great. Um, minus the eyes wide shut joke answer. It was a joke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, my next question, still staying with um, stop motion animation and the uh, claymation style. What is one genre, just like one genre, this is like a real answer, that you would like to see more movies made using this style? So like, think it's serious, what is one genre that you would like to see, like dive into this more? So as I was thinking about this, fantasy is obviously up there, but I really want to go more like sci-fi. Because when I think about it, like sci-fi, I just think of like, of like Event Horizon, like oh, movies like that sci-fi, but just it really lends to. So as I told you guys last year, I watched a movie called like Mad God. It is a horror stop and uh, stop animation, animation style movie. And I was like, it's so weird. You either got to be drunk or high to watch it. You'll love it. But like, I'm trying to think like. That kind of like dark sci-fi, but like with a real story made in this, you know. So that's what I'm going with, like dark sci-fi in lieu of Event Horizon. I, as someone who loves Event Horizon and dark sci-fi, like I, I appreciate your answer. I just I think I'd rather see it live action. So I don't. That's not my pick. I don't. I don't know if I have a pick. Um, I'm kind of cool with. Uh, I think it works best in the medium it's currently doing. It's kind of like darker tone kids movies, you know, uh, Frank and Weenie, all these movies like like that. You know, there's like it's almost like it's kind of too dark for kids, but like kids are kind of weirdly attracted to that because it is still like a I don't know. It's it's a weird thing. Seth, you're 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 trying to agree and say something. No, well I I do agree with you. Like you know, I think kid holiday type specific so like whether it's christmas or halloween or whatever like that i think works really well but if i had to pick a genre for it to branch out into and we're about to hit all the nostalgia buttons with this answer it would be the uh fight tournament genre and in particular i believe that we should they should just make a clay fighter movie and uh yeah, you and twelve other people would be really excited about. That it. was a really <laughs> yeah. random pull, pull out of nostalgia. Buddy, right I'm not even. I'm not even gonna lie. I would watch the hell out of that. Yes. I would watch the hell out of that movie. Because <laughs> that's the first, when you were like, "What other genre?" I'm like, outside of like holiday, Christmas slash Halloween type movies. Like the only thing I can think of, Claymate or Stopgap Motion, was like the Clay Fighter dudes. Man, I'm here for it. Mortal Kombat would be so those games were so fucking terrible. But everyone <laughs> played them just to play as the clay fighters. Every like yeah. it worked. The game was they were just like, hey man, we're not even gonna make a anything resembling a fighting game. But you're it still gonna buy it. You're still gonna play it. And it shouldn't have worked, but it did. Uh, uh so anyway, yeah. You're saying yeah. that now makes me think of a celebrity death match. That's what I was. I thought he was gonna that. make a. Yeah, I thought he was gonna make a slip. Yeah. and then he went clay fighters. Like, man, I haven't heard of clay fighters since it came out. <laughs> You're welcome. I yeah, I definitely. 
I do like sci-fi animation, so yeah, I'll just stick with sci-fi and go with that because I feel like that that animation-wise, it allows you to open doors and and establish shots that you just can't do live action. And that's what I'm saying, man. Just think of the thing. The entire thing is this, and it gets even grosser and more like traumatizing. Hell yeah. I mean, like dark sci-fi, but it's style. Hell yeah! I mean, I'd um, watch it. Yeah. But yeah. No, seriously, y'all remake the fucking Harry Potter movies using regular animation or this style. Do not make the new Harry Potter's live action, please. Aren't they doing like an animated no. Harry Give Potter? Me, yeah, they're doing a show. Give me the show and adapt the books. As great as good as movies are, do it correctly. Make. Expand the like. You need a show oh, to full yeah. cover book. So I'm excited. I'm not for shitting it. on the. I'm not shitting on the movies. I've seen all eight. I'm just saying, like, it's yeah. it's so recent. Why fucking remake them in the same style? For one reason only. If Money. they adapt the books, no. If they adapt the books faithfully, I'm good with it. Like I'm yeah. talking chapter for chapter. If they have that, then it's going to be a worthy reason. As far as the story, obviously it's for money, but if they actually do that, it'll be like an acceptable adaptation. If they're just adapting the movies as TV shows, though, and like cutting things again, then I'm with you. Might as well just do animation. What's the point? And if it's yeah. successful, think about all the other side. Never mind. We're getting sidetracked. I'm yeah. Harry Potter now. Uh, that, that's a bonus episode, my guys. Um, so Coraline, <laughs> let's talk about the positives of Coraline. Like I said, it came out in 2009. Um, it was made by, excuse me, I'm sorry guys, I'm a little bit nasally. It's made by uh, Lake, Leica Studios. Um, fun fact about Leica Studios, the owner of Leica Studios is actually the son of an executive at Nike. So a lot of times when movies from Leica Studios come out, they are also coinciding with a shoe release from Nike based on the movie. So, way um, back when, if you guys remember when Paranorman first came out, the Paranorman shoes from Nike were really hot. Um, the Missing Link, I think, was the last um, movie they did a collaboration with with shoes, which came out in 2019. Weird. Uh, so, yeah, no, cool thing about the studio, Okubo and the Two Strings. But essentially, this guy is being rolled by Nike. So he gets to make these movies as an ode to love. So anytime you watch a movie from the studio, um, sorry, I'm going to bring up the studio list. So anytime you see a movie from this studio, they're so beautiful. They're so beautiful to shot. So we have The Box Trolls, Coraline, Corpse Bride, Kubo and the Two Strings, Missing Link, Moon Girl, Paranorman. We've all seen some of these movies. They look amazing. We all said that as our positive thing for our quick thoughts. This looks amazing. So, hey, Nike, keep selling shoes. People keep buying Nike shoes so we can still keep getting movies like this. Uh, Seth, what were your positive thoughts on this? Well, I said them. But I will okay. say I'll, I'll add one more. Uh, you are correct that Keith David is really, really good at voice acting. He has a great voice. Uh, you know, Goliath and Gargoyles is always the first thing I think of when I think of him. 
So him as the cat was good. Yeah, they should have given more time than the cat. I'm not even like I enjoyed this movie. I like this movie, but I'm just like anytime you can insert Keith David even more, I'm here for. Yeah. Jordan, positive thoughts? Yeah, I I'd say just in general, the voice acting uh, cast was uh, did a really good job. I enjoyed all the voice actors. They all had a lot of personalities that they brought to the characters. Um. But yeah, the and the just for example with the animation, the one in particular that stood out to me was the one where you have Caroline first go outside and they have that sweeping shot from her through her house out to the, the scenery. And I just love that establishing shot. And mm-hmm. yeah, there was just some the reason why a lot of times I like animation styles is because it allows you to do things with the camera perspective that you can't really do live action. And the this movie did a lot, uh, good job of doing that. This movie still holds the record for the largest like set for a stop motion film. So in this game, like again, they're still making movies, but like Coraline still holds the record for cool stop motion. And another fun fact: they actually this was the first like stop motion movie that utilized like three D printers. Um, in like making the faces for the characters, so pretty cool. Uh, Ray, what are your positive thoughts? So there, I have. There's this weird genre of movie that I always find myself attracted to, and that really kind of hits with me. And it's like not maybe it's kids' movie or younger adult movies, but it, they're dark or they have darker themes. Like if you watch movies like, uh, oh my god, um. Like Labyrinth, right? That's a kids' movie, but like it's kind of scary, right? Labyrinth, With Dark Crystal, Dark Crystal is the one I was just thinking of. Dark Black Crystal, Cold you watch it, you're like, I'm terrified right now. Like this is this is scary. Even uh, stuff right. like, like what? go ahead. No, I was just naming off some movies that like scared oh. me as a kid. I was like Never Black Cauldron, yeah, but Never Ending Story has that scene with the horse dying and. Um, and then my daughter's watching Frank and Weenie, and like that's dark and twisted. And did did the horse actually die doing that scene? I've heard rumors about it, but I don't know if that was true or not. Oh, that'd be terrible. Um, but yeah, there's there's children's movies that seem darker than they need to be, and for some reason, those are the ones that stick with me as I grow up. And so I am kind of like weirdly attracted to them. And I, you know, maybe I think it's kind of important for kids to experience some level of horror and stuff as they grow up um and i feel like this is the easiest place to introduce it you don't want to watch like halloween right um at like five years old but um so that that's what worked for me in this movie is the weird tone the tone it's like who is this movie for weirdos like me because i i feel like kids would be like scared of it because it's too creepy but meanwhile my weirdo daughter's over here she's loving it so like i don't i don't know who it's for but it's it's just a weird question to ask. Like, is this for adults? But adults aren't going to be attracted to movies about claymation and children. But it's also not really all for children because it might scare them. It's just kind of like a weird nebula it floats in. But uh, anyways, that's what I liked about it. There's so many things I like about it. Obviously, the obvious stuff like the animation, 
it looked great especially on like my giant tv it still holds up really well um it really is you watch these claim or not claymation i guess it's claymation i don't stop motion movies and you're just like as you're watching it you're just blown away going like they stopped every point like every millisecond to just slightly move an arm and it's like how long did that take because it looks phenomenal you know and like there's as they're moving the one character they're moving like the stuff in the background like the trees bristling in the wind it's like how much it's crazy the amount of work they put into it so i'm always just pulling away okay i had to do a little fact checking on myself just to make sure never ending story uh horse didn't actually die but it was a rumor that was going around for quite a while i had to look it up on snoops you brought that up so good news the horse didn't actually die (laughs) good news everybody (laughs) so um to go off of you ray this the the principle like well they call it like photography or the filming since everything yeah. is a single shot it took them eighteen months to make this movie uh, that That's like, a lot of time <laughs> yeah usually you film like for three months two months eighteen months is ridiculous oh yeah well, I don't that, think that's that, that bad for playing so like that's what I'm saying like I'm so it's glad like. And, you know, I'll shit on Nepo babies all the time. But if you're going to be a Nepo baby, at least be able to create something beautiful that everyone can enjoy, which is this. Like, Nepo baby. Like, yeah. What's Nepo baby? A nepotism baby. So he oh, okay. wants to, like, open his own movie studio because his dad is an executive at Nike and makes so much money that I'm just going to give my money to my son so he can do whatever. If you're going to be a Nepo baby. I want to be a Nepo baby. At least <laughs> do, do something, something cool with it. Yes, yeah. and that's what this is. And so, like, one of, one of the few Nepo babies that I'll side with because this dude just, like, I just want to make stop-motion movies. And that's what he does. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Ray, quick question. Have you ever seen James and the Giant Peach? So I saw that on the IMDb, and I was like, I've never, ever in my life wanted to see that movie. And I, I see the poster, I'm like, that looks dumb. That looks stupid. But now you, that I've seen two of this guy's movies, I'm like, yeah. maybe it's better than I, I'm judging a book by its cover. I, I would go and, and watch it because I feel like from what you were talking about and everything, you would like it. So also, and I'm, I am interested in watching it now because of this. I'm playing a video game right now called Little Nightmares. I beat the first one. I'm playing the second one. And it's very creepy. And it's very just creepy. I don't know how else to describe it. This dude is making a TV show based off Little Nightmares. And that has me hyped. This director. So if you haven't played Little Nightmares, knock it out six hours. And uh, you'll be ready. Like, call me. We'll talk about it. It's one of those games you just talk about. Like, what, what's going on? I don't understand. <laughs> um, what do you think the ending met? It's one of those. And uh, so. All right. Oh, going into the negatives. Do we not like Jordan? I think a lot of it made sense when you told me it was a short story because I feel like the movie was a bit stretched out from what the the story is, and I felt like they had to make it meet the runtime on it. And I feel like maybe if this was like went to like a TV movie or a Netflix or something, it'd be a bit shorter. And I don't know. It just felt like. There wasn't enough meat uh, in the movie for the length of time on it. 
You got something there, Ray? I want to add on to that. I was just, I was just signaling. Hey, I want to talk after this. I want to. Uh, my curiosity also too. Just out of wonder, is this even though it's a short story written off, was it off of like any type of nursery rhyme or like fantasy, like old fantasy wise? Because it has that feel to it too. So I was curious. Uh, I mean, okay. well, he like some of the like elements that he does pulls like from a Ouija board. Pull some elements from like you know, hmm. harboring souls and dolls. Yeah. Um, like the other mother's like name in the well, she's called the other mother. She's also called um, Eldam, which literally comes out to be. Uh, hold on, ended. I'm just like evil lady. Yeah, it's a term that means malicious, ugly woman. That's. So it's he's just pulling from like different materials. Okay, uh, so yeah, this like Hansel and Gretel style. I feel like very yeah. much for like old, old well, stories and everything. His, yeah, so two of his biggest works are like Sandman and American Gods. So okay. it makes sense if he did. Yeah, so I mean, like he, this is just kind of a collection, uh, primordial soup of horror tropes, I guess. Uh, go ahead, Ray. I want to add on to what Yorton was talking about, where he says it felt like it dragged, right? It felt like it dragged on a bit. Um, and he's not wrong. However, the ending felt like it was just sped up and they just quickly kind of mm-hmm. went through it all just to end the movie. And I think he's right. The middle was a bit too long. I think mo- more of the story should have been her looking for those little balls that were hidden in the in the garden and all that stuff. And that should have been a bigger part of the story, I think. Um, because that's kind of like, I, 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 that's where the tension's at. The tension's like, we gotta, I have until the, the I don't know, is it, I, it's been a week and a half until the moon's covered or the sun comes, I can't remember. Yeah. But we gotta, I have that much time to find these, these th- I hate saying this, there's three balls. Is that, um, <laughs> but Dragon um, balls. Even had the yeah, Dragon Ball it, finder. Yeah, find these Dragon balls. There we go. That sounds so much better. Um, but that that could have been a big bulk of this movie, and it lasted ten minutes. I felt like it could have been a thirty minutes dedicated to that, and that would have been added more tension and more terror, and it would have made the middle not drag as much. So I guess and that's so, that's one thing I would fix. I'm gonna agree with you on that as well because I felt like, hey, okay, spent a lot of time with her first going there, first her meeting her other family, the other mom, other dad. And I'm like, okay, yeah, you can spend some time here. When she meets it, and then when she establishes she loves this, she doesn't have to keep going back and keep reestablishing it. We already got it. Get to the tension part because that's why I'm here. So, like, I agree with you guys. It like drug in the middle. Um, mm-hmm. just ah, that's my only issue with it. It's like I would have rather spent more time with the finding the dragon balls or the dismembered hand. I would have rather spent more time with those two parts and just, oh no, she goes back and she falls in love again. It's like, we already got it, brother. What are we still doing? Uh, here. What are your uh, gripes? So before I say my gripes, I just want to say that uh, there's enough people that love this movie where I'm fully aware that this might just be a situation of a movie not hitting for me because I know there's a lot of people who love this movie. But I was mostly bored throughout most of the movie, 
because it felt like I knew what was going to happen before it happened. Like I was just like, oh, okay, yeah, this is okay. Well, yeah, okay, yep. And uh, obviously, this is going to go south. Obviously, they're going to want to get this. And then I also didn't feel like the uh, parents being the loving parents at the end was very earned. They were pretty awful parents. You like, they, were... they were awful parents. Oh I my god! Um... Yes, they were terrible. Oh. Okay, so. I, I will say that Seth does have a particular perspective as being the only child watching a movie yeah. about an only child. Like, so it is perspective. Damn. Damn. I did not think they were evil parents at all. Oh. I just thought they were overworked. Evil? No. Terrible. Or bad yeah. parents. How are they terrible parents? I'm curious about this now. Neglect. Yeah. I mean, they were pretty neglectful of their kids' needs and. The di- once, like I, they're the dad was clearly there. working. Hey, hey yeah. I mean, like, don't have kids if you're only going to focus on working, not the kids. That's all I got to yeah, say. Yeah, but you were see, no one respects anyone when they're working from home. That's one one image I no. hate. No, my on. parents worked at home, and I knew not to bother them when they were when it's office time and everything. One hundred percent. There, there's definitely boundaries in like when a kid can bother a parent, and you know, hey, I'm at work, I gotta do this. But if you're both working at the same time, yes, my parents were working at the same time. But if you're both gonna work at the same time, you have got to at least be able to provide food for your kid in the fridge, and we also got to at least make. I mean, and she was out of here like, what are we going to do? We'll go talk to the creepy actresses down the stairs. I mean, you got to at least provide something for them to do. I mean, you had a home where you had stuff that you're able to do. She did not have anything except for two dolls and a sleeping bag on a bed. Uh, I mean, like, they didn't really provide anything for her. Then she comes back. It's like, oh, hey, we finished our job and we sold the catalog. Everything's great now. And it's like, what? Harvey wonders if that was intentional to kind of show from her point of view, like an over-exaggerated point of view of the girl. Like, we have nothing in the fridge, but really there's all this food. You just have to make it. You just want something quick. And so in her eyes, she sees nothing in the fridge. Um, that's me trying to make excuses. I, They could work. I mean, if... Sometimes, hey, I need to do a fridge run, but I don't have anything in the fridge right now. Seth, you said know. you were bored, right? Yeah. And, and I get it, because... It's just a lot of her going back and forth, and and then like she gets there, and then like you're like, oh, okay, cool. So something bad's gonna happen, and then nothing really happens, and it's just a lot of build up. It's a lot of build up to that ten minute ending scene. Oh, and, and like they should have just expanded that. You knew what was gonna happen. I didn't like. There was nothing in the movie that I felt super shocked by or surprised by. I was I, like, oh, okay. No, and you're I'm an English the- uh, teacher, right? Yes, allegedly. Yeah, so I could, I could definitely see that too because I felt like this was so much of like inspired by classic stories and stuff like that. So and again, so I could definitely see you meeting the feeling the beats and everything. I could use it. some revision. Not not disagreeing with Seth again. The the boringness came in when she kept going back and forth, and it's like we get it. She likes the place. Can we move on to the next point? And even yeah. if you like identify, like, oh, I know it's coming. I know it's coming. But I would rather spend more time in the tension part of it, even though I know it's coming, rather than just a, hey, I'm in love with this other family that I keep going back and forth to. And it's like, 
remember when you spent the last 15 minutes on it? We don't got to do it again. So, yeah, I know. I get it, Seth. I get it. So, not disagreeing. I get it. Uh, so, any nitpicks or questions? I think you said you had a question. Uh, I just, I think I talked about it in the in the good stuff, actually. I was just like, who is the audience? Everyone. I guess just, you, I guess the movie's depending on families to bring their kids. I mean, hey, it's a beautiful movie. Like, shit. I'm not complaining that I've watched this twice at all. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I get look it. At. So it's just like, it's one of those things. And it's like, I don't, again, I'm not, this is going to sound bad. And I don't mean it that way. Akita is not the best, like, story-wise, best movie, best, like, uh, anime movie. But it also looks really good to look at. And so, decent story, great-looking movie. I'm going to go back and watch it again. I think Yorton is probably the only one to get that, like, reference. But mm-hmm. if you haven't watched Akita, please go watch it. Ironically, I have not watched it. All right. Well, Jordan, uh, his feet, he is, he's logged out again. Dang it. We got to get Jordan back on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> sure, he has logged out like three times. <laughs> you got to get Jordan back, y'all. Nah. Uh, I know that's okay. one of those movies, but I just never sat down and watched it. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I mean, upon like second rewatch, the story kind of falls apart, but ah, it's really good to look at. Um, now, speaking of looking, we're going to go into categories. The best scene is our first one. What was the best scene in this movie? Uh, I'm going to nominate Yorton's uh, first thought on the movie. It was that big sweeping shot, like going into it. It's just showing the scope of this movie and the scope of using <laughs> so much, um, so many stages to make this movie. Um, it's 183,000 square feet on 52 different stages, 100 and, or 130 different sets. That beginning sweeping shot just puts that into context. Um, so I'm going to nominate that one. And when the other mother transformed into like the spider-like creature, that, that was a moment that I could like feel. It's like, oh, wow, I can like feel that because how the camera like panned in on her as she was like growing bigger and like growing extra limbs and I was just like ooh this is intense for a children's movie those are my two the opening sweeping shot and then the mother other mother finally transforming into her um golden self Jordan any other nomination nah that 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 to me that that's going to be the shot that sticks with me and and, and when I think about back in this movie oh. I, I'm going to use that mental image of it and I could easily watch like a ten minute YouTube video discussing how they broke down that shot just because I thought it was such a cool shot. It it really was. I agree with it. Uh, Seth, do you have a particular a scene? Uh, the only scene I really particularly liked where I wasn't feeling any type of any negative emotion at the time was the opening when they were making the doll. I thought that was kind of neat. I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, I think it was the other mother, I guess, actually yeah, doing it. Yeah, it was the other the hands. mother. Yeah, making all the stuff. I was like, oh, that's cool. I've never had, 
I've never seen Seth have less to say about a movie than he does this movie. <laughs> it's, it's just one of those things where I was like, I, I can recognize that people love this movie. I just, I was, I was like, ah. And I see, like I said, because you're an English teacher and you've like, I feel like I've heard this story so many times. And yeah. And so, like I said, he's not being negative. He's not cheating on the movie. He's like, objectively, I get it. But hey, yeah. just keep this movie far away from me, please. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I don't yes. need to see it again. I saw it. That yeah. looked good. Uh, I've like, had visually like wise, there we go. That's what I got. <laughs> uh, no, because Seth and I are watching uh, like animes at the moment, and he's just like, "Bro, how do you not love Attack on Titan?" I was like, "Dude, I get it. I get it. It's just not for me. I just don't want to watch another episode of it." <laughs> and so it's like, I get it, Seth. So it's okay. It's okay. I'm never gonna shit on Attack on Titan, but I'm good. I'm good. So, yep. Right. Uh, I'll be honest with you, I watched this movie a week and a half ago, and I don't really remember many scenes. I don't know what that says about the movie. Um, but as you guys were talking, I remember one scene that I thought was really cool, and it was the hand. I think there was a hand scene where it's chasing yep. her through the vents or something. Yeah, their mother at the end. That one. Sure. All right, so the opening... Very convincing there, Ray. I'm going to win with that argument. I watched this movie a week and a half ago too, Ray. I remember it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, the sweeping shot uh, showing, showcasing the scenery in the house is our winner in this one because, like, damn, this this movie was definitely a labor of love and it showed in some areas. Um, so that is our winner. So who is the MVP of the movie? I am just going to go ahead and vote the other mother because she she was a terrifying character. Uh, Terry Hatcher played the mother and the other mother. Mm -hmm. uh, Terry Hatcher did a good job. Uh, but, like, man, just, like, that that entire character, the way they designed her and the way she transformed, and she was, like, evil. And I liked it, but she was evil in, like, a nice way. Well, until she wasn't. But just, like, a nice evil, I guess. Yeah. Like, that's, that's, like, I, I want to love you. In my own way, not the way you want to be loved. Just let me love you. Like, I'll treat yeah. you right, but you, it's not, yeah. Seth? So, y'all know how you watch a basketball game and someone just comes off the bench and they dominate the whole game and they just take over? Like, Karis Levert, you know, Party Man Levert, he's really good about doing that kind of thing. Uh, for me, in this case, the obvious six man took over the movie for me, and that would be Keith Davids as okay. the cat was the most enjoyable part of this movie. And so even though I think you could not reasonably argue he would be a main protagonist, I, uh, I'm i voting for the cat. He's my six-man vote, but okay, we'll give, we'll give Seth his vote. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I feel like if any stop-motion movie, the only answer can be the animators. I just don't understand how you pick anybody else. 18 months of just moving them a micro fraction. No, I have to I'm going to change mine to that. Um, I'm not trying to convince anyone else. I'm just saying. No, 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 no. I, 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 I just fucking love the character of the other mother so much. But no, like you're ultimately right, Ray. Um, Jordan. I am going to go with Pete Kolatsky. 
He's the director of photography here in the movie. He's the one pressing that damn button. Yeah, and lighting up the shots and everything. And <laughs> just to give you an idea, because he's also done uh, for Corpse Bride, Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones, Starship Trooper, James and the Giant Peach, all three Robocops, and Ghostbusters 2. Hey, when you said he did the best prequel Star Wars, you had me. In Star Trek Four: The Voyage Home. So, yeah, that's what I'm going with. So that is quite we, the combination there. We are essentially going with uh, the animators, the studio, and just anyone who had a hand in, like, directing and moving the figurines and printing shit out. And just, like, dude, this was a labor of love. Um, and so, like I said it, earlier, like, if you're going to be a Nepo baby, make it worth it. And this motherfucker made it worth it creating this movie studio and hiring all these people to do this. So yeah, they're, 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 they're the winners for MVP six man. Seth and I both are going to go to Keith David as the cat. Jordan Ray. What do y'all got? Yeah, I'll accept the cat. I feel like that's a real good pick for a six man. Yeah. I'm going to say this. Uh, YB was, should have been the easy six man, but he was probably the most forgettable character of this movie. Who? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We had the weird neighbor kid. Hold on. Yeah. The... Hold on. Hmm. The character that's most forgotten is the fact that this movie had Ian McShane, and yet we have not talked about him for an entire hour. Yeah, hour. Yeah, how long do you go without talking about Ian McShane in a movie that he's in? Normally, not at all. The man's Googling great. Googling Ian McShane <laughs> right now. Dude, he was the um the what was his name in the movie the um oh this guy he's just a that guy he's just a like oh that guy like uh, I don't know his name. he's just that guy yeah you Seth, did not you face. just disparaged Al Swearingen you cannot disparage Al Swearingen Who? that is that is that is terrible let me terrible. look at Al. Al hold on Al what that's you're not Jamin Hansu don't say who like that Al Sherrington. <laughs> Swearing you for getting that reference. He played in Deadwood. <laughs> oh, oh, well, I don't watch. I haven't seen Deadwood. It's the same guy. I know, but like he's acting okay. like he's throwing out names of like I don't know who the hell you're talking about. It's oh, come on. Nope. All right. So what else can I say that can make Seth mad? Hold on. <laughs> Matt Damon should have been the cat. <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm like, that just that completely Netflix. changes the personality of the cat. It put changes the movie the entirely. This is a Y'all, totally different not movie. The discussion. It was just a side <laughs> joke to get Seth mad. Calm down. Well, you, you annoyed me with that one there, Ray. Congratulations. <laughs> Good. Two birds, one stone, baby. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I love this movie only for the discussion we're having right now. <laughs> for the episode, not even for me to watch it, but just for this episode. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. All right, guys. So, we're not going to do the Road Trip Award because, honestly, no. Um, but yeah, so let's go ahead and go to our favorite game. The Rotten Tomatoes game. What did this get and why? So, who was our winner last week? 
what was the movie? We never I think it was. I think it was me, but I forgot it was what the two movie. Weeks. I think it was you. Seth. It was Seth. It was Seth. Yeah. It's always Seth. He's he's on a tear this year. So uh, no, I like doing it. So we, I, I love asking that question. Who won last week? Because we're all just like. Every it was two weeks you? ago. Okay, <laughs> there was a lot of sleep in between. I just love asking the question because everyone's confusion. Yeah. So, um, Jordan, what did this get on Rotten Tomatoes and? I'm going to go mostly positive with this. I am going to go an 87 on this one. I felt like the critics enjoyed this one. What 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 number? 87. 87. Dang, okay. Ray, what is getting why? Oh man, this is a movie that definitely has a higher audience score. I think critics had the same thought I did. Who's this for? Um even though I enjoyed it. I'm gonna say sixty-nine. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying sixty-nine. Not to be pervert, but now I have to stick with it. Yeah, but always follow it up with nice. Uh, <laughs> Seth, nice. what is this good and why? So this movie's hard for me because Ooh. I recognize a lot of people love the movie. And I remember it being beloved. But I don't ever remember hearing anyone say bad things about it. So I want to go high. But in my head, I'm just in heart. I'm like, it can't be. It's like I can't go higher than Jordan. So I'll go with 80. At 80. Actually, just 80. That's the highest I can go. And I don't even think that's... It's not my rating, but 80. So this movie got an audience score of 74. Okay. That seems... Okay. So if I'm right, I win. If I'm wrong, as far as audience score being higher. All I can think of at this point is that all the people who didn't like the movie were just like, oh, I'm just not going to say anything because I have literally never heard anything bad about the movie. Can I just say, my daughter just whispered in my ear, you got this. Right, I don't know clear. if she knows we're playing a game or not, but she goes, Sorry, Claire, you, I got to disappoint you because the critics oh, fucking no. love this movie. This yeah, movie got I knew that. Critics a fucking 90? love this movie. It's a 90. I knew the critics love this movie. I enjoyed this movie. I wouldn't. I would give it like a. Well, you would give it a positive score because always remember how the algorithm works. I know, but still, still, I'm giving it a positive score. They didn't necessarily love it, but they they thought it was a good movie. And so on the Google Google users, ninety two percent of users like this movie. From Google, please score for it. So Jordan won, huh? Yeah. Yeah, Jordan is our winner. Like people like love this movie, man. Um so Seth was right. People was just like, hey, people love this movie. Cause even on Metacritic, so Metacritic taking the algorithm of people's actual scores is an 80 on Metacritic. So like that's really high for Metacritic. It's people like this movie. Yeah. She sounds so surprised. People like this movie. I mean, I like this movie. I'm convinced. I'm trying to tell y'all, like, people like this movie. I'm with you. I like this movie. I'm, I'm that scored the highest. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, I'm a really, I realize people like this movie. Would you recommend uh, it, though, I, Jordan? Would you recommend it? Oof. 
would I? It's hard for me to recommend this movie because of that story. Visually, love it. Like, if people want to see some great uh, clay animation and still shots like that, yes. That, that's going to be my caveat on it because I can't recommend it as a movie itself, but more just look at all these great imageries and shot layouts and stuff. Seth, you were going to say something and then go into your answer. Me? I, uh, no, I, I was more still trying to process the 90% thing, but, uh, I will say as far as my recommendation goes, the best I could do is if someone says I want to watch Coraline, I won't stop them. <laughs> like, You're I, like, I yep, won't, that's a movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I won't go, you know, oh, you definitely shouldn't, right? There's some movies where people are like, oh, I want to see this movie. And I'm like, no, save yourself the pain. But in this case, I'd be like, you know, you might, you might like it. I just imagine Seth being like, people like this movie. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, it's a movie advice. that people like. <laughs> That's uh, my takeaway from it. I I'm recommending this movie solely for the fact is that I want to see more movies like this made. So I'm gonna recommend it. The more people to watch it, the better. Now this clearly isn't the best stop motion movie that has been made, or the best claymation movie that has been made. But the more people that watch these types of movies, the more that they can be made. So yes, I'm recommending it. Um, to watch it because it is very beautiful to look. Ray, recommending? We're going to try something here. If it doesn't work, I apologize. Claire, did you like Coraline? Say it into the mic. Oh, now she's shy. Okay. She said yes. <laughs> All right. Um, she goes, okay, I'll speak into the mic. And she didn't because she's a chicken. Uh, I recommend it as well. I think, especially if you're, like, if you're single, you don't have kids or whatever. Yeah. Um, but especially if you have a, a younger kid, absolutely watch it. Um, Hall of Fame vote. I will start us off with Hall of Fame. My movie, I picked it. Um, this is in my hall of not very good, but pretty good. One step below very good. Mm-hmm. Doesn't quite make it for me. I mean, I'm going to end up watching it again, but I don't know if I'll watch it like two more times. Yeah, like I'm definitely gonna watch it one more time just because it's very beautiful and I like the other mother. But again, the Jotty story—I don't know if, if I'll watch you, it more than once. If you watch this movie all the time and you don't have kids, there's something wrong with you. Like it's <laughs> you a could weird just enjoy animation or something like. That. I mean, watch Kubo and the Two Strings. Seriously, it's a much better story and animation is just as good. by the same company. Sorry. It's like the guy who goes to see. It's like the single guy with no kids that goes to see SpongeBob movie opening night. It's like eh, you're a little weird, buddy. It's it's that kind of vibe. <laughs> Which happened? I There's saw plenty guy. of people that love the SpongeBob. I'm not a SpongeBob fan, but I know plenty of people that are opening a huge night. SpongeBob fan. I mean, yeah. if I'm gonna go with my bros, it's kind of like going to watch the Minions, where it became a alone, bro. This dude went alone. I got a. It's a true story. Uh, so no, it's like you know, kind of like going to watch the Minions when the Minions first dropped. It became a meme, so everybody like dressed up in a business suit to go watch Minions. Like that's fine going as a group, but going alone is a different story. Uh, <laughs> Seth, 
I'm guessing no Hall of Fame for you. Uh, yeah, that's that's a no. I don't want to watch the movie again. Mm-mm. If this movie was called Family Movie Hall of Fame, I mean, if the podcast was called Family Movie Hall of Fame, it might be up for the running, but I don't think it's in my, it's not in my blockbuster Hall of Fame, absolutely not. And I'll catch it again. I'll catch it again in the background as I'm doing dishes or something, but it, not by my choice. It's because Claire selected it. Jordan, I'm guessing that's a resounding no for you as well. Jordan and Jordan gives a silent no. <laughs> it's a solid no for me. Yes. Okay. Awesome. So Coraline does not make our Hall of Fame. It does get recommended from a couple of us, but uh, this was a good movie um, in terms of visuals and voice acting. Story extremely sparse. You can definitely tell this is a short story. It could have made it better by focusing on the main points. Other other main points of the story besides the ones that they chose to focus on, but could have been better. But it also could have been much worse with it being a short story and they tried to like stretch it out for an hour and forty minutes. So this is what we got. Beautiful movie, like I said. Please watch more movies like this so we can start seeing more movies like this. Awesome. So next week, the episode that will drop, you're watching an animation, Japanese animation movie. Old Red Line it came out in also 2009. Uh, a couple of us have already started it since we're recording this episode a week late. Um, I'm actually going to start this as soon as we get done. So I'm excited to watch it. I recommend getting it where you have good sound because the music and the sound effects on it, from what I've heard, is quite good. All right. So don't watch it on my phone? Yeah, please don't watch this on your phone. It's they, they spent it's seven years phone. making this movie hand drawn. <laughs> Please don't watch this on your phone. <laughs> I'm gonna watch this movie on my phone. I'm gonna uh, prove you wrong, your my iPod, my iPod Nano. Yeah, that that that'd just be a shame. That you're gonna yeah, lose like a good chunk of the. No, no, I'm gonna watch it on my iPod Nano, the one without the screen that was just like clip on. Yeah. Uh, awesome. So catch us next week as we watch Red Line. Um, I'm excited to watch this. I'm also excited to watch Rays. Already spoiled, we'll but we'll cool. Very but not excited. mine, though. I see how it I is. don't even know yours. You haven't spoiled yours yet. So yeah, I'm no, it's to watch. fine. Um, just, no, guys, we got a couple, couple of good like animation movies coming up. Um, yeah, dude, like all of the story. I started this with this Animation is an underrated medium of storytelling. Whatever negative notions you have in terms of like stop motion, Disney style, Pixar style, DreamWorks style, Japanese animation, anime, manga style, get it out of your fucking head. It's just a style of storytelling. But it's genres are different. Dude, it's back. Are you kidding me? Animation's back with Spider-Verse and... Ninja Turtles and stuff. It's back. I'm sorry. To end on a rant, after I was mostly positive this episode, I'm just get over it. Movies are movies. They're good. They're all just told in different meanings. Awesome. See you guys next week for Redline. I'm like, who's this directed to about not liking animation or something?
Oh, no, I'm it's just a rain. I was on a soapbox because so many people like hate Japanese animation. Go for it. I'm just only thinking about the show. Like, that's not the only style. I'm not the only style.